0: Greetings fellow humans, this is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the 4-Eyed Radio Network. Yeah. Hey Anna, do you like getting stuff for your birthday? Sure. What if you could get something every month when it's not your birthday?
1: That sounds awesome.
0: It'd be like a nice little surprise. I'm down. Well, what you can do is subscribe to a thing called Block.
1: Okay, tell me how it works. Block is you go to
0: this, you click on the link that's uh, connected to our uh, podcast description right now, you click on that, and uh, you get to choose what kind of block you want, such as different themes as sci-fi, uh, video game, uh, horror block, uh, and also just random nerd stuff as well. They have plenty, plenty of things. So what you do is you subscribe to this, mm-hmm. and then every month, a nice little... Nice little birthday present shows up at your door with random stuff that you have no idea what's going to be in it.
1: So I get a surprise birthday present every month.
0: Every month.
1: I'm down. Sign me up.
0: You get a free t-shirt. You get a bunch of swag in there. And depending on the theme they do, you can get anything. Awesome. So yeah, so just go ahead and click on that little subscribe that's at the bottom of our little description. Uh, click on that and subscribe. We get a little bit of a kickback and you guys get awesome birthday presents Every month of the year, Woo-hoo. Nerd Block.
1: We're the best, we're the beautiful, we're the only Ghostbusters. 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 Yes, we're back.
0: That is right. We are back with a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. Yay! I don't know why everything goes into Kermit the Frog at the end. Ah! Um... (laughs) But, yeah, as you can tell, that was the intro to uh, Ghostbusters 2. That was their montage stuff. And, uh, yeah, I was debating on using that one or the other line that uh, Bill Murray says. He's like, hey, stuff happens and who you going to – oh, no, you go, shit happens and who are you going to call? Um, and everyone starts applauding in the uh, courtroom. But, yes, we were talking about Ghostbusters 2. Now, Ghostbusters 2, uh, underrated in my opinion. Um, I I mean, then again, like I said, my opinion. So um, I think when the movie came out, it was 1989. So I was about five years old, I believe, when this movie came out or on the cusp of five. So already I was knee deep in Ghostbuster mania, whether I've already seen cartoon shows. I had my own proton pack. I had my own trap toy. I had the fire station toy. I had the Ecto-1. I had pretty much everything. I, was, I even had a Ghostbuster jumper. Uh, like the little suits they wear.
1: By the way, mm-hmm. uh, just a quick aside. So I don't think we did introductions. What's your name?
0: Uh, Anna. <laughs> no, I, I don't care. We're gonna jump in. Okay, this okay. is why we're jumping into it. Because all right, yes, I'm Stevo. And I'm Anna. And this is not another B-Horror cast, because Anna wants to ruin every... Okay, see, Sorry. last time, last episode, you gave me shit. You're like, this is running too long. And it literally was the same length uh, as all the other I episodes. because I didn't know.
1: I'm, I apologize.
0: So, and I'm trying to have to build something, because we're just talking about movies. And I'm like, okay, well, this time I don't want to drag out the movie stuff where I go through every single scene and everything That's. Like that. So I was, trying to, I was trying to bring people in the world of 1989 for me and tell them why this movie, I think's. I like a lot, not as much as the first one, but I like a lot because what age I saw it as was probably one of the first movies I saw in theaters that I actually remembered. Oh. Uh,
1: yeah, I think the first movie that I saw in theater that I remembered was um, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, So, which is also another Rick Moranis movie, actually.
0: But I guess before we jump into the show, Anna, how's your week been?
1: It's been crazy. Um Lots and lots of Pokemon Go DDing, um, and lots and lots of work. But that, not too bad. Um, what about you?
0: Uh, good deal. Um, hopefully, uh, after our Ghostbusters month is over, we'll have a po- a couple of other movies we can watch. Um, yes will be coming out hopefully we'll be able to finally see the conjuring 2 i should probably watch the conjuring 1 so on and so forth with a bunch of other films and stuff like that um of course next or actually this week i actually have it already marked on the calendar but this week uh the new ghostbusters movie uh comes out and uh yeah i kind of i'm not going to spoil it for you guys i will say this though that episode will be a spoiler episode so basically, we're gonna go see it this week when it comes out. Uh, our episode will drop next Thursday, so that gives you enough time to kind of go see that movie. If you're gonna go see it, if you're not gonna go see it, then don't even worry about that episode. I would just skip that episode unless you just want to learn about all the spoilers and stuff of like that. But I, but we will put spoilers in the beginning of that episode and you know let people know. Hey, again, if you're listening, this is a, you know that one's a spoiler episode as well. Um, because yeah, uh, but I will touch upon this. So they already had their premiere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, critics have spoken. It's a mixed bag. Uh, a lot of people like it, a lot of people don't like it, and then you still have people saying, like, it's ruined my childhood and stuff like that. Um, So, I'm going to go, okay, I uh, can't really make a decision on it right now, because I don't know anything about it. Uh, so, again, I'm going to go in with a clean slate of just, like, let me see what happens.
1: And, again, okay, so... I just have to rant about this for a minute, and I think I've ranted about this before, but it just irritates the hell out of me. So, I know you said the other day that there, you were wearing your Ghostbusters shirt, and you had someone who asked you how the new Ghostbusters movie was, and you literally looked up, looked at him and went, uh, it's not out yet. Um, so,
0: I, no. Um... No, I that, misunderstood that. You have everything correct. Sorry, this is me, because I'm a storyteller, and I know all the details to everything. that This is why I do Stand up because I like to bring people in the world. So basically, I was out buying beer. You got to get the story right. This is one. I was out buying beer, kids, because I'm an alcoholic. Uh, No, (laughs) Uh, I was out getting some beer, uh, some local brew, Santan. I want to give them a shout out because they're local brew here. So Santan, woo! actually, we're drinking some of their stuff right now. Uh, I would love to actually have Santan as a sponsor. Uh, And I wouldn't even care if they paid us money, literally if they just gave us, like, beer uh, every week.
1: I drink beer all the time, but I mostly drink Santan.
0: (laughs) No, honestly, literally, they could be like, hey, every episode we're just going to send you over a thing of beer, like, for socially awkward and stuff like that when we drink. And just be like, oh, tonight I'm drinking, like, tonight I'm drinking Mr. Pineapple. You're drinking uh
1: Sunspot. Golden Ale, which is actually so, very, very good. Yeah,
0: like I said, very good. Santan, locally brewed, so definitely check that out. Um, but yeah, so I went in, uh, bought the beer, and I pulled out my Ghostbuster wallet. Again, I have to take some pictures of all the Ghostbuster swag that I have uh, to start posting on the not another the Beer Horrorcast uh, Instagram to let people know, yes, I am a Ghostbuster fanatic. The only thing I don't have, which I really need to get, is a Ghostbusters like movie poster. Oh, I have just the ghost yeah. symbol, and then at the bottom just says, who are you going to call? Uh, but anyways, yeah, so I pulled out my Ghostbusters wallet. Um, that I got from one of our sponsors, uh, uh, NerdBlock. Um, again, you can check out... We have the promo in the beginning, but of course you go to our little description on our podcast, click on that link, and you can subscribe to all those different boxes. And if you subscribe to that link, we get a little bit of a kickback. So again, uh, sorry. I figured... Uh, shameless plug. Um, <laughs> pulled out my Ghostbuster while and the guy's like, oh, yeah, man, have you seen... You gonna, he's like, you seen the new movie? I was like, no, it comes out next week. But... Uh, Again, uh, like I would say, back in the day... Back in the day, before we had social media, cell phones and everything pretty much at our fingertips, Mm -hmm. I would probably have let it slide because, like, honestly, I don't think I remember when movies were coming out until, like, you saw a commercial for it or your parents were like, hey, such and such came out. Or the kids, if you remember, a newspaper. Uh, That was the only information. It wasn't until, like, internet where you were still at home. So technically, didn't really even know. I think the only time I knew when movies were coming out was... um, AMC, uh, we used to get these calendars from them every like they're just like normal little flip calendars or whatnot, but they would show you all the movies that were coming out that year. Huh. Like so every week like you could actually see, oh this is coming out. Oh, this is coming. Like it'll actually show you a bunch of movies that were coming out on that, mostly all Friday and stuff like that. So it was actually kind of an interesting calendar. They stopped That's doing a clever that. Idea. It was a very clever idea. So that was one way, but yeah, no, so I would have given the gentleman a benefit of the doubt circa two thousand and two. Um, uh, but yeah, I just was kinda like another guy going, like, hasn't come out yet?
1: Yeah, that's the thing that always just really, really frustrates me is because, okay, the reason why I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt is because everyone has seemed to have already made up their minds about this movie. Like, they're already like, oh, this movie's killing my childhood. I'm like, it hasn't even come out yet, you dumbass. Like, it just, ugh, it just pisses me off so much. Like, if you're going to have an opinion about the movie, that's fine. Have an opinion about the movie. If you think it sucks, that's fine. That's your opinion. If you think it's great, that's fine. That's your opinion. You're welcome to express it. However, don't jump down someone else's throat because they disagree with you about it. I mean, you can like do a little bit of friendly, like, you know, teasing or whatever, but don't literally just call someone a total fucking idiot just because they're like, well, I didn't like this movie and these are the reasons why. Like, and don't fucking be like oh this movie's gonna be terrible before you've even fucking seen before anyone has even fucking seen the movie like like there's literally no point to that shit
0: i'll put it this way everybody had their um i'll put it this way everyone's allowed to have their opinion and that's fine and stuff like that if you ever want to you know um you know, if you don't want to see a movie, don't see a movie. If you you're upset about a movie, which direction the new franchise is going, that's fine, everything like that. But the the biggest problem I have too, and uh, I think Kevin Smith said it best because Kevin Smith was at the premiere. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a really cool picture with actually Dan Aykroyd. He got to take uh, Dan Aykroyd was actually at the premiere. Dan Aykroyd had his entire family and stuff like that. Awesome. And I'm just like, this is awesome. And I think Kevin Smith said it best, where he was like, there was little there was little girls in the theater when they were watching this thing, dressed as Ghostbusters and, like, dancing to the song and stuff like that. And you sit there and kind of go, you know what? This movie – okay, yes – We had our Ghostbusters. I had my Ghostbusters back in 1984 and back in 1989 when these movies came out, and that was my Ghostbusters. Now, I have no problem with the new Ghostbusters and stuff like that, but guess what? This movie isn't geared towards my generation. In fact, it's geared towards the new generation, such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes, the new one had a bunch of stuff in it that, you know, was like hit me close to home of like, oh my God, I finally got to see you. Uh, rocksteady bebop, yeah. bebop and rocksteady in, in on a movie screen and krang and all that kind of stuff and that's cool and everything that but I'm also looking at this going like you know what if I have kids I would love to have shown them the, you know, when I have finally have kids, if I ever get to have kids, but I would love to show them the original Ghostbusters, and then I would love them to have their own Ghostbusters, and almost maybe go the same kind of joy that I had, right. where it was like, this is their movie, this gets them into stuff, this makes them, you know, like I said, Ghostbusters is the reason why I kind of got into looking into the supernatural, and all that kind of stuff, and the Tobin spirit guides, and all these weird, crazy, you know, running around, and things like that, so it's like, it's a nut- to me, I'm looking, I'm going to go in there, like I said, blank slate. And go, if if I leave that theater, and go, you know what? I was thoroughly entertained. I like what they did. And granted, I might not like the first one. Like, I'll probably like it, maybe. But I probably won't be like, oh, I love this movie or whatnot. But I might actually lock out of the theater going like, I want to know where the second one. I want to know what they're going to do with the second one. Like, yeah. it might be one of those things where you're kind of like, this is going to be a brand new franchise. And it could be very good. Heck, I don't know. I could literally leave the theater and you can get my review next week of me. I might actually hate it. I don't know. Because I haven't seen it. I mean, again...
1: Right, that's exactly my point. And people are like already like trying to rip the movie to shreds. I'm like, have you seen it yet? Well, no. Then why the hell are you telling me that uh, it's like a terrible movie? Like I said. Like, I mean... Like I said. Like, it, like I
0: said. like I said. Like I said. I was just going to say how many times I can do that.
1: Uh, all right, so... Like I said. <laughs> but I think that they did a very similar thing with that, with uh, like the music in Guardians of the Galaxy. Like... Um, I don't remember, I was listening to an old, old podcast from, uh, I think that was from Fat Man on Batman, mm-hmm. um and uh, somebody was talking to his daughter about, like, the music that was in Guardians of the Galaxy, like, before the movie came out, like, he was playing all, like, the songs for her and stuff, and she's yeah. like, ah, this music sucks, it's so old. And then, right, like, after Guardians of the Galaxy came out, she listened to the exact same music, and she loved it because of, like, the context that it was in. But, I mean, it's just, it sort of seems like the, a similar type of scenario. Like, you kind of have to, like, sometimes, like, it gets to the point where if it's, like either too dated or just sort of like in the like the scenario that it's in then it can be a completely different experience for someone who's younger than if, for someone who's older but again going back to my original point don't fucking judge a movie before you fucking see it all right i'm done
0: well like i said before i was saying if i see a preview to a movie and i it doesn't impress me and i go meh then I'm just not going to see the movie. Right. Why would I jump online and complain about some of that? Like if someone go, if someone asks me, hey, do you want to go see this movie? And I'm be like, eh, really, it's not something that I wanted to see. But again, like I said, everyone's entitled to their opinion. If you want to judge a book before you see it, that's fine. I mean, prime example, the BFG. Pr- trailers came out and people were like oh my god and then no one went and saw and fucking saw it so it's a give or take thing so like i said we're gonna go see it you'll get our opinions like i said you're i'm coming from a huge like ghostbuster fan thing okay like i absolutely love ghostbusters so um if you're not going to take my word for it whether i like it or hate it or whatnot that's you're fine Take everything I say with a grain of salt, and that's fine too. I'm not here to change your opinion. I basically, like I said, the last movie I was disappointed with was Spider-Man Three, oh, with yeah. very good reason. But the problem is, is why my expectations were way too high. I was super stoked for this movie, and I did. I literally left the movie theater like I left a bad date, where I was driving home and contemplating, going like, "Well, should I give this movie another chance? Should I go? Should I go see it again? Maybe it wasn't that bad of a movie." Now, what I ended up doing is rewatching Spider-Man Three. A long, maybe a couple of years later. I would say almost ten years later, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if that movie is ten years old, but it was a while again because I ended up sitting down and watching all three of the new, all three of the old Spider-Man movies before I started watching before I watched the for the new ones. Right. Just to get an idea. Now, watch the third one. Third one's not the greatest, not the strongest one in that Tobey Maguire series. It's honestly not that bad it literally just becomes a clusterfuck because obviously they threw away too many villains in it and yada 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 and yeah. the weird montage thing when it becomes an emo and stuff like that yeah but... that
1: was ridiculous but i mean overall i would say like it's really not that bad of a movie and james franco gives an incredible performance like he is an that's awesome, the other thing awesome if
0: actor. everyone always points out all the bad stuff with that movie and yeah there is a lot of bad stuff with spider-man 3 but there's also a lot of genius stuff in that like James. if james you're watch, franco painting a bowl of if, fruit if, if, not even that but if you if <laughs> if you're going to watch spider-man 3 watch it for james franco's performance in that yes he gives an absolute fantastic performance in spider-man 3 and literally in the that guy in a
1: diner oh man
0: that guy you can literally cast him in anything and i think you'd do fine but yeah um
1: uh, you can cast him in pretty much anything and i'll be like take my money so.
0: but uh but then then of course back to actually the the um The podcast in hand. Uh, Yeah, so we ended up watching the uh, 1989 uh, Ghostbusters 2 movie, which takes five years after the original uh, Ghostbusters movie.
1: And right when I was born.
0: And right when people were born. Uh, So yeah, so I was, like I said before, but before we jump into that again, I'm going to have to do this. Back. I'm sorry, I had to play that again just to make my point to Anna back to resetting everything. So yes, when I saw this movie, <laughs> saw it back in 1989, I believe, when it came out. Um, I believe I was living in Arizona when it came out. And again, like I said, uh, I like this movie just because when it hit me at that certain age, I was in deep with all the Ghostbusters stuff. had the toys, had you know, a cartoon show to fall back on, just had all these great stuff. And the movie I enjoyed was probably one of the first movies I remembered seeing in theaters and stuff like that. Now, again, take everything I say with a grain of salt. If you don't like Ghostbusters 2, you don't like Ghostbusters 2. I'm not here to change your opinion. I'm just here to talk about this is actually not a bad sequel. Um, it's not better than the first one, which most sequels sometimes do. Uh, I would still say the first Ghostbusters movie ranks up there as one of the top, you know, best, like, movies of all times. But Ghostbusters 2 isn't bad. Like we said before, it takes five play five years after the uh, the original one, which is kind of funny because then you get to see like you know Dana Barrett again. Uh, Scorner Weaver does a phenomenal job. There's a baby involved, and then right off the bat, you're like. <gasps> Is that Bill Murray's baby? Is it not Bill's Murray's baby? It's named after a hot dog baby, you know? Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, who names their kid Oscar? I mean, poor child. (laughs) Poor
0: child named after a hot dog. Oh, you
1: poor, poor thing. Um, (laughs) He stinks. Did his father stink?
0: Yeah, did his father stink? Uh, We'll get into all that. But yeah, no, so you get to kind of see where all the Ghostbusters ended up about five years um, after the whole thing. And you get to see the... Dana's uh, baby carriage goes flying across New York city and she's chasing after it, you know, and then of a sudden she grabs the baby and you're like, what's going on? And then the ghost symbol comes up. Then you get to see the Ecto one roll up. You're like, all right, cool. Like, Didn't even bear the lead like Ghostbusters are busting. And then it's like they get out there and it's Winston and Ray. And you're like, all right, let's. And it literally opens up with a great thing where it's like they are attending a birthday party because they are no longer Ghostbusters.
1: Yeah. And I love how the kids are like, he man. Yeah.
0: They're all like, oh, I thought it was going to be he man. And then uh, I realize why I can't be a Ghostbuster uh, because the fact where the kids like, oh, no, my dad said you're full of shit. He's like, well, some people have trouble bringing in, you know believing in the paranormal. He goes, no, my dad just thinks you're full of shit, and that's why you guys went out of business. Me, I would have literally already taken my proton pack, turned it on, and zapped that fucking kid, and been like, you guys want some of it? And then I probably would have been fired, bunch of HR things, and I'd be the first Ghostbuster to go to jail for murder. Um, <laughs> but of course, you find out that uh, you know after the incident and in, uh, the first movie, uh, pretty much everybody in that area where the State Puff Marshmallow Man blew up, mm-hmm. uh, you know they. Pretty much everybody lawsuit them and everything like that. so they're pretty much out of business so you kind of get to see where everyone ends up where
1: so i do have a quick question though why yeah. does all the like the weird bad supernatural stuff always start with dana because this is twice now
0: well like they said her um
1: is and it because of the connection to Zool thing I th- from the first movie? I
0: think so. So the connection of Zool. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think so. Like, and a lot of people probably like, oh, she's just there because of the plot points and they need to bring everyone back. Well, I honestly mm-hmm. think that uh, Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis probably look deeper into the whole thing where basically, yeah, she had a supernatural experience. She actually turned into a dog. And that's probably also why uh, Louis Tully actually <laughs> has the relationship that he does with Slimer. In the yeah. movie, because they kind of almost share like this kind of you know supernatural entity of people who have been, and most of the time that happens in you know real life with people with uh, supernatural incidents and poltergeists and stuff like that well people who have had a poltergeist and left their house and the poltergeist follows them for a reason it attaches to them so I'm, I my assumption and being the scientific of everything which, you know, thinking about all the kind of banter and stuff like that, that would be my assumption is why it would have followed uh Dana again.
1: That's a good explanation. I didn't think of that. Um But I just gotta say I really like seeing, like it was kind of interesting to see like where Dana ended up like she's, you know, just cleaning off old paintings but I love her boss whenever he's just walking through and he just turns to some random chick that's cleaning and just goes everything you're doing is terrible. I want you to know that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
0: (laughs) yeah, a lot of of good cameos. It's such a throwaway
1: line but it's so funny. Well that's what I'm saying, there's so
0: many good lines in this movie that I think it's overlooked because a lot of people were expecting what they got from the first one and like again, you can't, you probably can't top the first one, and most likely what happened is they this first one actually probably did very well. They didn't expect it to probably do that well, and then they're like, we need a sequel, and that's probably why it took five years to make, because they were probably like, we thought this was going to be one and done. Yeah, and I think everyone thing.
1: expected a Toy Story 2 for the second one, and it didn't happen. Well, so.
0: how can you expect Toy Story 2 and Toy Story 2 never happened? No, yet? I just meant like yeah.
1: that sort of...
0: But anyway, so you get to kind of see where everyone ends up. So you see Egon, he kind of works in like a... um. I think he's, like, in, like... uh, I'm trying to think, but it's, like, a university, and he's always trying to figure out, like, the... He's basically... Driving people's pay- basically Egon is the original troll. Yeah, that's uh, great. he gets literally watching these people in a two-way mirror, and he's basically he's like, oh, I keep having my assistant come in and tell them that like they have to wait another half hour for uh, uh, marriage counseling, but I keep turning the heat up just to see how angers flare and stuff like that. And then he does a thing with a little girl with a puppy and brings that in, and then just one of his again Egon is just so when deadpan. One of his assistant
1: comes up and he just goes, let's see what happens when you take the away the puppy. puppy. Away.
0: Um, I even like the thing where he mentioned she starts talking to, oh, oh we yeah. can bring it to up to you know. Uh, oh Ray. yeah, has
1: you know has uh she's like has a uh, vankman talked about me and he just goes no and she looks depressed and he literally just like scans her readings and like smirks and is like wow you yeah. are not nice. <laughs> so yeah,
0: Egon to me is uh Egon Spangler is the original troll. Uh, before yeah. there was a troll. Um, of course, then you find out that Ray, you know, not only working the part time for parties of the Ghostbusters with Winston, uh, they're also um, he works at a occultic bookshop, I believe. Which um, that's
1: like the ideal freaking job for me. I would love to work in an occult bookshop.
0: Uh, and then you get to see Peter Vakeman is actually a host of uh, Minds of the Psychic. Uh, <laughs> Sam Witwicky's dad is one of the psychics. Yes. Um, and then I just like the woman where she says uh, the end of the world will happen. On Valentine's Day in the year 2016.
1: February 14th of 2016. And she just goes, Valentine's Day. Bummer.
0: Bummer. (laughs) Um... But yeah, really really good thing. So, of course, you know, they test some stuff out for Dana after the the child scare, you know, pretty good. Uh, I would have to say, so building up to that, just, again, they're not even doing Ghostbusters stuff yet. Like, they're, you know, doing scientific stuff, which I like, and things like that. But just some of the banter back and forth. So they find, uh, basically, pretty much a huge activity center outside her apartment building, a couple, like, like, across the street, ways down. And then they're out there jackhammering. And I just, like... <laughs> I just like the cop show. Be like, what are you, what are you doing? Like, How are you doing? He's like, oh, good, fine, fine. Everything's cutting real good. It was tough beginning and stuff like that. And he's like, why are you cutting? Uh, And this is Aegon. He's like, boss. Why am I cut it? And then just just Bill Murray and Dan Aykroyd, when they come out, there, just like, did he tell you to stop cutting? They just start throwing on their best New York accents, yeah. which is just great. I'll tell you why we're cutting, because some ball busts up and, you know, and they're just going off. And then I just like, it's like, you know why we're cutting you, Ray? Huh? And then he's like, to Egon's like, Zeke, and he's just like, yo, you know, yeah. <laughs> just, just their little banter back and forth. It's just like, just the chemistry alone with these characters is great. So course they get busted uh they go to jail uh they'll technically they're in court and lewis totally becomes their lawyer at that point which i actually <laughs> love. he's like i don't even know why you guys picked me i've been i got my degree at night school and it was only for tax like law
1: oh and uh, i love whenever he gets up and he's like and i was a dog once and these people helped me thank you oh and, he's, and yeah. he guy just goes thank you that was short and pointless yeah a short uh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, important. thank you,
0: Louis. I was uh, short and pointless. Uh, but also, like, Ray stands he's all, like, He's like, I got my degree in night school. He's like, Well, that's okay, Louis. We got arrested at night. <laughs> um, but uh, the judge is really just, like, on them and stuff like that. Uh, you know, Peter Vakman gives a great speech, and then I just, like, uh, he starts yelling at them, basically telling them, like, You guys are sentenced, community service, be locked up. His value's up to him. You guys would be burned at the stake. And as you can see, they had a sample of slime they found. And basically, Ray found this huge, you know, River Slime. But I just absolutely love this scene because it's like he's yelling at them and it's feeding off this bad energy and it finally explodes. And these two ghosts come out, probably like the first ghost you see in this movie. And I just love this courtroom scene. I think it's well put together, well, because it's like they pop out and then the judge is like, The Scalari brothers! Jumps out, runs over to the, you know, dives into the oh, desk yeah. with them. He's all like, he's
1: like, the Scolari brothers, I tried them for murder, gave him the chair.
0: He's all like. Uh,
1: and Bankman I think, goes, have you tried telling me you don't yeah. believe in ghosts?
0: Yeah, have you tried telling me you don't believe in ghosts? And then the thing he's like, all right. So he finally tells him, you know, like, he's like, fine, you're, you, you win the case, you know, <laughs> g- just help me get out of here and stuff like that. So I like it. They throw on the proton packs. I just... The best thing right there in the thing where it's like you see them have the proton packs on, you're Dope. gearing up, and it's just like, yeah, it's a like, Do, Ray, Egon! Yeah. And you just see Vakman look at Egon, and just the look. The Harold like as, him. Hey. Yeah. But <laughs> I freaking awesome. love that, because you could actually see, like, they're sitting there, they're waiting, and you see the chairs going. And what I love, instead of, like, screaming, like they did in the first one with the first ghost they encounter, like, Ray is just like, Whoa! Like Ray <laughs> is just so excited. Um, I know he's so Chairs cute. are flipping. The the two Sculery brothers drop out. I just love it when the I just love when they zap him. They miss him, and then he just have Bacon going. Ah! Just, <laughs> they all just start laughing, <laughs> like, like this goofy ass thing, which is just kind of fun because you you sit there and like, like yeah, I know if I was busting ghosts with my friends and we were doing this you you exactly just start the kind, cracking of, up kind of the stupidest thing would be doing, just looking at it just like hey.
1: especially like after that initial adrenaline rush, you're just like, <laughs> this is awesome.
0: Yeah, um, and then of uh, the course they pop back out again. Skeletor like brother, I love it because Bacon oh. fires off his uh oh what?
1: By the way, I just remembered one last that references like because uh, Bill Murray like I, like you said in the last podcast like his pack was heavier than everyone else's uh, and then whenever they're putting on their packs oh, in the right. courtroom uh, Bill Murray actually goes I forgot how heavy these things were yeah I was like ah, ha, ha. but anyways continue. but yeah
0: I love the part because the ghosts pop out again and then Bill Murray you know shoots out his uh, stream and he cat he gets
1: come here fat boy ah, ha,
0: ha and they <laughs> throw him in and then boom they catch him and they're like two in the box ready to go they be fastened no we be fast and they be slow and then of course like i said that montage happens they're back oh it's so great um see the bus and ghosts
1: and rick moranis walks into the lunchroom and slimer's eating his lunch
0: (laughs) yeah slimer's eating his lunch even slimer got an upgrade in this movie like he looks completely different than he did in the first one of course a couple years later Papa tree and everything that i mean i can't even like be like oh there's a problem with that because of course he's gonna have a huge freaking update in the new one um yeah, no, just a fun movie, just great lines, especially, like, when they're figuring everything out, busting Ghosts are finding out about the slime, uh, they find out that, uh, you know... It uh, has th- to do with the
1: painting, because Yeah, has to do, yeah the, the
0: painting, of course, is... Uh... Oh, crap, what's his name? Oh. I know everything for the first one and the second one. I'm oh, like, crap, I can't remember his um, name
1: either. It's not Vlad.
0: No, it's not Vlad the Imperial. I believe it was based off of... Vlad the Impaler but yeah, it's, so uh, Vigo. The,
1: yes, V. yeah, so Vlad Vigo, yeah, that makes sense.
0: Vigo, I'm sorry. Yeah, so Vigo, you know, um, Not
1: to be confused uh, with Vigo Mortensen.
0: Yeah, not Vigo <laughs> Mortensen. That <laughs> would have been really hard. Of, yeah. Um, but yeah, Vigo <laughs> uh, you know, I saw a ton of thrown a blood and yeah the river of slime of blood and bones and blah, blah blah i like it they show up at the they show up at the museum they're going to take pictures get some readings of it but it's like when they show up in the and the the head guy we were just talking about. I was like everything you're doing is wrong uh he's like no you can't be in here you can't be and just like Vakman's like ray sick him. Uh, <laughs> and then uh so there is a confusing part in this movie so like we we're saying we're building up to so of course they take pictures, they're running through the pictures, they're starting to notice like all these kind of weird things oh, showing yeah. up in the photos. So then all of a sudden the photo room in the firehouse gets locked. Now I don't know if it got locked on the inside or on the outside cuz obviously an entity was trying to keep them in and setting all the pictures on fire. Right. So they get Winston and then Winston comes busting in. So, but I'm going like, okay, they didn't explain anything really. There was like, oh, yeah, so
1: literally him. Winston is breaking down the door from the outside and they're trying to get out from the inside. Yeah. But somehow the door got locked. And apparently it's on neither side of the door because they can't get out either way. So I'm like, why can't Winston just pull it? Because it's literally just a latch lock. Well, simple so, again,
0: uh, simple thing to fix that in the movie thing. They could have even done it in VO where they just had like a line in there where someone just like yeah. does a voiceover where it's just literally. Uh, someone
1: says, I can't get the lock like on or like, something. Oh yeah, yeah, It's like
0: the door is locked. Like I can't. It's not budging, you know. You know, something like that. Just a simple thing. I mean, granted, it's not a huge gripe because, I mean, obviously, I didn't pay attention until like this time around when I saw when you're kind of like, oh, what's going on? But it's like, does it really break or make the movie? Not really. It's not going to hurt it. So, of course. um,
1: Well, I mean, every movie has its little flukes like that. So.
0: I understand that. But of course, you know, it's just a fun movie. Great lines, great acting, and stuff like that. It's just a funny movie. Like I said, uh,
1: and whenever uh, Dana and Peter vankman see each other again and Peter's just like, hello, Dana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just like his just his manner is Like I said, so I, funny. if
0: I had a, if I had like if everybody in the world was able to have dinner with one celebrity and that's all you got. Mine would definitely be as much as I love Ghostbusters would want to pick, you know, Dan Aykroyd's brain and of that Bill Murray. I would oh, love to yeah. just have dinner with just sit down and just chit chat and just just have a conversation about everything in his life, you know. It's just a man that <laughs> I would. Any
1: regrets? Garfield, maybe. Yeah, Gar.
0: Oh God, again, you know, another Sony picture. Yeah. Uh, that's what. Okay, again, so Zombieland. Witty, uh, that's what I'm saying. Zombieland. Zombieland. If you guys are smart, your next movie you either get uh, Vince, you know you get um, Ernie Hudson to do a cameo, or you do uh, Dan Aykroyd to do a cameo. Like, yeah, I would just be. Just like, I literally just want, I literally, and then, e- and just even, not even that, but every single one of the members in that team accidentally kills a Ghostbuster. I oh, think
1: man. Well, that wouldn't work because Harold Ramis is already dead.
0: Well, that's the joke. Uh, oh! So okay, everybody right. kills, ah. like, so, uh, what's his face? I, Wichita killed Bill Murray.
1: I vote Tallahassee accidentally killed Harold Ramis at the beginning of the zombie album. No,
0: I wasn't even going to say that. Oh. I was going to say, so you have, like, you know, um, Tennessee, no, not Tennessee. What was his name? Tallahassee. Tallahassee kills like Ernie Hudson or Dan Aykroyd in the next film. Then you do a third, you only do three movies though. And then after that, like when they kill the last one, like whoever kills them, they just look at the person who didn't kill one of them and be like, well, your You're conscience, yeah. Yeah, no, your conscience is clean. Cause uh-huh. like we all killed members of the Ghostbusters kind of thing. Um, I don't know. Again, no one listens to me, so no one's gonna ever do any of this kind of stuff, anyways. Um, if it does happen in the next Zombie Land, then you I heard just it here first. It is thought of
1: like the scene whenever he dies, and Emma Stone just bursts out laughing, and she's like, "I'm sorry." He just gets me every time. But yeah, yeah, this is really sad. He's dead.
0: Um, <laughs> but yeah, great film. Just fun. The stuff with the slime. The uh, I mean, the best part is is uh, you get to see Louis Tully finally put on a proton pack. Yes. And you know what I liked about that scene? It didn't really hit me until this time around when I watched it. I actually kind of got teary-eyed um, after he kind of – they – beat you know Vigo uh, the blob thing disappears on the museum and he was out there shooting his proton pack and he's like I did it I'm a ghostbuster and kind of just sat there going like that's what I like about ghostbusters it's like if ghostbusters was real it's like anybody could be a ghostbuster yeah like anybody could get the training anybody could get a proton pack anybody could like it's not like Superman Batman and all this kind of stuff it's all like an Iron Man it's like I have to I have to be physically fit or I have to do this and stuff like that it's like anybody could just walk in on the street that's why I think ghostbusters was such a great film and just showed you that that anybody doesn't matter what you are male female you know race color you know all that kind of stuff you can literally just be like dude Boston makes me feel good and they're like here you go
1: yeah like Winston was pulled off the street i mean actually then- that's
0: a, that's a sad part about winston though he actually had a really good backstory in the first one he was actually supposed to be like a uh retired um uh air force pilot yeah and everything like that, like, he had a really unique background and stuff of like that. But they decided, I guess, they had to cut it for time and everything like that. In fact, actually, we'll talk about that probably at the last. Uh, episode of this month where I'm going to touch upon the video game uh, the MC Chris album that actually has a s- song about each member of the Ghostbusters Lewis Tully and whatnot which is actually really amazing when I stumbled upon that on Spotify um, and so on and so forth where we'll talk about some or we'll talk about the cartoon show and everything that because next week is going to be basically the spoiler of the movies and stuff like that. but all in all Ghostbusters 2 I enjoy it I think it just hit me at a certain age and I'm always going to like it, it it's just it's, they're just two great movies yeah um, I think
1: Ghostbusters is very cute and i mean i think i mean i had i did not realize how many sexual references they had in those movies holy Holy crap but especially like whenever like venkman shows up to the occult library or the occult bookstore and he's talking to To Harold or uh, Ramus, and he goes. uh, He's like talking to Egon, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you know, I bet all those girls are after that big head of yours." And he goes, "Actually, they're after my—I don't remember—epididymis or something." Yeah, epididymis. And like, I literally had to look this up. It's literally the tube that. Ejaculate semen that's in your penis. I was like, oh, oh yeah, holy like, shit.
0: They like, are so damn. like that's what I'm saying. Like
1: I just the look that he gives Bill Murray afterwards is like, hey. Oh I'm my like, god, like geez. Harold
0: Ramis was a genius in that movie. Like yeah. just some of his stuff. No. Yeah. Just <laughs> Ziggy, just
1: and again, his timing. His timing's oh, impeccable,
0: just everything. Like, especially like him and like Ray. He's like, You never had any toys growing up? He's like, Well, we had part of a slinky, but I straightened it. We're yeah. just kind of like my po- you poor child like yeah you poor little kid i actually would like to if they're going to keep the Ghostbusters franchise going since uh i would love to see just like even a short film wouldn't have to be like anything major but i just want to see like egon's parents yeah like what turned him into this you know <laughs> uh kind of thing but uh before we jump into what we want to give the movies and everything like that we'll talk about what other people gave the movies uh, of course we dive into imdb and, of course, I'm supposed to read this beforehand, but I'm like, if you haven't seen Ghostbusters, if you haven't seen Ghostbusters. That's just that's So let's see what they say uh, for their synopsis. Uh, the discovery of a massive river of ectoplasm and a resurgent of spectral activity allows the staff of the Ghostbusters to revive the business. Uh, actually seems spot on. I never think that. Yeah, um, for once. <laughs> so IMDb gave it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, like I said, really? a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people did not like this sequel. Huh. Uh, and again, which is fine. Everyone's entitled to their opinion. Like I said, I yeah. think, because Matthew and I talked about this, because Eric does not like Ghostbusters 2. But Matthew and I, I think it hit us at a certain time in our life where it was just the like perfect. Just the right yeah, age. Yeah, just the right age. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the same thing with, like, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the original movie. That's why I think we like that over, like, I like the second one that came out, you know, Out of the Shadows. But I think still, to me, the top out of its ones, the number one is still that 1991 that came out because that defined the 90s for us you know you yeah, were like, six
1: years old so you're like "Yay, I mean, well off. yeah
0: i mean it's like our first thing and stuff like that so yeah. it's just one of those kind of like crazy ass uh uh things okay so um and then i did say it off air but i know uh rotten tomatoes gave it 50 percent um so and i'm like okay i i get it like i said like i'm not really like gonna be like oh you guys don't know anything again who knows when these people saw this movie?
1: Yeah, but compared to the first movie, it seems like pretty drastic to drop from like ninety something to fifty. Uh, but, I don't know,
0: but again, like I said, I mean, this yeah. is. just... I mean,
1: I'm not saying that. I'm not saying I necessarily disagree, or I think that they're assholes said, for saying that. I'm just no. simply saying it just seems kind of odd to be like, oh, the first movie is I, absolutely honestly, amazing. Honestly, I do not know itself.
0: how movie critics work. I mean, like I said, like yeah they will give some arts films like really good reviews but this is what i love so when you go watch the oscars uh, again it's pointless knowledge that i know about movies and everything that and how things work but basically when you watch the oscars there's a lot of movies that were nominated that no one saw yeah like if you think about it like i don't see half of these movies until after the oscars going oh these were you know good movies unless you're a really big movie going buff and you know the wherewithal with everything that's coming out, and you're going to go see it, then I get it. But a lot of the movies get nominated, like the only ones that I've ever really seen are the animated films.
1: Yeah. And I can't – who was that um, Leonardo DiCaprio movie? That Bear Love?
0: No. Uh, no, it's called The Revenants. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I call it Bear Love. <laughs> yeah, that one. But uh, it's
1: just kind of funny because like, I don't know of anybody who actually saw that movie. So I know
0: one person. Okay, That's so a,
1: one but, person that you know, and no one that I know saw The Revenant, but it won like an Academy Award yeah, or something. Yeah, like,
0: and good for it and stuff like that. But yeah, I'm think, not but,
1: saying that. I'm just saying... But like, like I'm just saying, like a lot of the movies, like but like, weird... so I
0: don't know how movie reviewers have to go. Yeah. I don't know if they're like, okay, well, a lot of people like this movie. Maybe I didn't like this movie or they... I mean, you have to look at it from a bigger scale of stuff because I'm like, I'd be a horrible movie reviewer because I'd be like, oh, this movie sucked. I didn't like it. Or I'd be like, oh, I really enjoyed this movie. But like my opinion compared to somebody else who goes see it. I mean, I could probably give a movie like a like this is a hands down one of the greatest movies ever made. Perfect and and no no there's no flaws with it. Everything like that. And You're someone like, else Captain could... America
1: Civil War. <laughs>
0: um no, enjoyable movie, absolutely loved it. But um again, like I said, like someone else could go see a movie and just be like I didn't like this movie. How could this person say it was such a great movie? Because I would be going off of my own opinion. That's what I'm saying. Ghost well, yeah, I too, feel like
1: critics go off of their own opinion as well. It's just they try to write their reviews for like more of like a generalized yeah. audience instead of just well, like they, their well, own personal Well, they're
0: probably looking at it this way. They they You watch a Pixar film, uh, you're going to be like, hey, I really enjoy the film, but are the kids going to enjoy it? Are the yeah. kids going to sit there for you know almost two hours in the theater and be captivated by this film, or are they going to be like, meh? Uh, Kind of thing. But anyways, back to our thing, like I said. So Rotten Tomatoes gave Ghostbusters 2 50%. So um, Anna, uh, Uh, I would say, let's see, five.
1: Haunted paintings?
0: uh, I was going to go with animatronic babies. Um, Oh, yeah. When Oscar's out on the ledge, it's just (laughs) that weird, like, (laughs) animatronic baby. Um, Uh, Or we could go with. uh,
1: Five jars uh, of slime.
0: Five jars of slime. Or, uh, or, out of five, um, Statue of liberties.
1: I knew that was coming.
0: <laughs> uh, that's what she said. Um, <laughs> what would you give Ghostbusters to?
1: Uh, let's see. Probably a four out of five. Four out of five. Statues of liberties slash jars of slime slash haunted paintings slash animatronic babies. Uh,
0: okay. Uh, <laughs> let's see. I'm trying to remember. I think I gave Ghostbusters like a million.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: It was like a Something million. Like tw- it was like a million Twinkies. Yeah. Uh, for our review, So this one, I'm going to say, so out of five, I would definitely probably give it a, definitely, yeah, like, you I'd probably give it a four out of five. Because like I said, uh, not as good as the first one. Uh, the first one will always be in a different thing, but it did hit me at the right time, and I can still enjoy this movie. It's got a lot of great jokes. Uh makes you feel great, especially when they throw on those proton packs. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, if the newest movie can literally do that to me where i sit down and it pulls me back to nostalgia and i absolutely love it like i'm going to say like again these are my opinions i like ghostbusters 2 if you don't like ghostbusters 2 that's fine
1: yeah and honestly i got to say like even if you don't like the movie you at least have to appreciate the acting Because the acting, the timing, the jokes, like, even if you don't like the jokes, you still have to appreciate just, like, the spot-on timing every single time. And the facial expressions and the reactions are just, like, spot-on every time for timing, at least.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, it's a very... Okay, like going back to it like why he probably doesn't get you know like as many ratings as the Ghostbuster you know first movie is like honestly it's like the the Vigo painting Millennium coming back and Pargate all that kind of uh, the story does kind of fall apart towards the end it's not really that big of an epic battle scene like you kind of got with you know the Puff Marshmallow Man and Zool and Gozer and all that kind of cool stuff Uh, you know it does like I will say but if you literally just watch the comedians in that movie the actors in that movie just how they play off each other feed off each other and stuff of like that overall it's a great freaking movie just because of that acting
1: and even if it doesn't really have like a huge finish i mean it still has like a feel-good moment at the end no it does well just with like whenever everyone is okay like they get the baby and then uh lewis like gets to be like i'm a ghostbuster yeah just, you know he's so excited like you just can't help but this smile with him. no
0: i mean that's so... what i'm saying like it's still like a fun movie like yeah. i said i can watch it you know um, it's not like one of those things where I'm all like, like, literally, it's not like I have movies sometimes where I'm like, oh, do I have to watch this for the horror movie review sometimes, you know? Like The uh, Gallows. Yeah, The Gallows was shit. <laughs> uh, that, or P2. Yeah, P2 is shit, too. So, I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, horrible, freaking bad. So At
1: least P2 had potential, though.
0: It had potential. They just left it outside of the parking garage. Yeah, um,
1: and it, Bill Cosby was left outside the parking garage, too.
0: So, but yeah, it's it's just weird. But um, yeah. So I think that's gonna wrap up this episode of Not Another B Horrorcast. Um, of course you can find us at B Horrorcast on Twitter and Instagram. Don't forget to follow our Facebook page at www.facebook.com/backslash Not Another be Uh, don't forget to also check out all of our great sponsors, Revenge Lover Designs, illustrates and designs that feel fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, please visit Revenge Lover.com. And if you want to buy some of those cool movies from amazon you go to the sasquatch.net click on the amazon banner and shop like you normally do uh yeah we'll get a little taste of you do
1: and also if you want to leave us some feedback and let us know how what you think of the podcast or if you have a horror story of your own that has actually happened to you we can tell it anonymously or you can you know if you give us permission we will we'll use your real name um and just let us know if you have anything that you want to hear from us or if you want us to, you know, acknowledge you, um, if you follow us on Twitter, we will give you a shout out. So yes, just a forewarning.
0: <laughs> yeah. We will give you a shout if you follow us on Twitter, which lots actually I'll probably have live. to, I'll probably have to read those next week. Cause I totally forgot about them this week, even though we did have a couple of new followers, I believe. Uh, so I don't want to leave them out of the loop. Um, of course, next week, yes, we'll be watching the 2016 Ghostbuster movie, uh, the remake of a classic. Uh, so uh, that basically gives you a week, because this episode will, this next episode will drop on next Thursday, every week. Uh, same bad time, same bad channel, which doesn't even make any <laughs> sense, but um yeah, so that gives you enough time to watch it again when that episode drops. Will be spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, skip over the episode. Or if you don't give a shit, you can listen to the episode. Just let us just so you know, forewarning, so you don't jump down my throat later. We will put spoilers in the beginning and spoilers at the end, and so on and so forth. Um, yeah, so I think that's gonna wrap up this episode. I want to thank Anna again for being my co-host and not uh, destroying equipment. So and chisel. Um, Uh, Yeah, I think that's going to wrap this episode up. So uh, until next time, kiddos.
1: Carpe Noxum.
0: This has been another fine production of the 4i radio network for more great shows check out www.4iradio.com so you know what's weird mm. so that song i just played mm-hmm. i can't find it anywhere except on youtube Huh. like i looked on spotify i even tried itunes and stuff like that that song apparently does not exist in anyone's library oh weird yeah it is weird
1: it's like a ghost song
0: all right we're done <laughs>